On this episode of Rock Down South, we talk with the legend himself, Wheeler Walker Jr. So you definitely don't want to miss this one. We hope y'all enjoy. Let's go. Hey, it's Wheeler Walker Jr. and you're listening to Rock Down South. Welcome to another exciting episode of Rock Down South, your home for rock and country music. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Wheeler Walker Jr. And if you don't know who Wheeler Walker Jr. is, then you've been living under a rock and are not a fan of country music at all. (laughs) This guy is an absolute legend and sings songs from his heart and soul. He conquered country music a few years ago with his last few albums and now has his sights set on rock and roll. His new album titled Ram is out now. It's a fantastic spectacle of 80s Southern rock. And we talk all about the new album his favorite Florida Georgia Line song, and a whole lot more. So without further ado, here's the show. Wheeler Walker Jr., the legend himself. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. How about you? Hey, I'm doing great. Really excited to talk to you today. Hey, thank you so much for jumping on. This is going to be great. Oh, no problem, man. You know, it's a day off on my tour, and I like to... uh... I'd like to talk to you on, on my days off, so it worked out well. <laughs> well, excellent. So you're doing the tour right now. I think you're beta, based out of Nashville, right? Correct. And originally from Kentucky. Uh, where in Kentucky were you from? I'm from Lexington, which is, that's, I'm a city slicker. <laughs> Do you follow any of the Kentucky acts? I've uh, definitely talked to a few on here, like uh, Kentucky Headhunters, Blackstone Cherry, and uh, a new guy like Ryan Hahn. Um, I don't, I remember the Kentucky headhunters from beat when I was a kid, I knew some of my friends and kind of knew some of those people. They're from a town called Glasgow, which was kind of near me. Um, you know, there are a lot of been, been a lot of good music from Kentucky the last few years, you know, Stapleton's from there, Sturgill Simpson, Tyler Childers, this guy, Ian No, who's great. A lot of bit good. It's been a good few past few years for Kentucky music. Yeah, that's the truth. Those guys are just awesome. I saw uh, Stapleton recently, a few weeks ago, here in Atlanta. He was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Where did he play? The Enormo Dome? He played, um, you know, he didn't play the Dome, uh, or what we call it, Mercedes-Benz. He played Ameris, which is in Alpharetta's the amphitheater. But he played two night, two sold-out shows there. Oh, man. Yeah, he's hurting if he's only doing two amphitheater nights. Well, I think what they're doing now is they're just putting these huge guys at the amphitheater and just selling two shows for like ridiculous prices. It's, I mean, I like that better than why, one dome show. Why, why is that? I don't know. I think, well, the amphitheater is in a better area of town, to tell you the truth. You got more, more country fans over a, there. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if it's more of a yeah money thing. I think they can get better dollar figures out of it. I don't yeah. know. But anyways, speaking of money, I heard that you dumped your life savings into making your first album. Is that true? That is true, but it's also not saying much because my, it didn't cost that much. <laughs> I mean, it was easier. It was easy to say I put my life savings in there, but it really wasn't. I don't want to give you a figure, but it wasn't that much money. <laughs> and you had uh, the awesome Dave Cobb to produce the album, of course, has done Staples. Yeah, that's why I, 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 did, I didn't want to say, you know. It was that much because I, I don't want to put Dave in a tight spot like he like he stole all the money I ever had. <laughs> he gave me he gave me a good he, he gave me a, a fair price on it. Um, 
That's funny. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, he's he's incredible. I mean, he's from my neck, yeah. neck of the woods in Roswell, Georgia. So it's cool. We have a oh you know, wow, local yeah, he's, dude. yeah, yeah. We did my last record with him. At, this the one we're going to talk about today. We did that in Savannah. Oh really? Oh, I did not yeah. know that. <laughs> well, that's why I'm here. Yeah. Well, speaking of your music, uh, what I like about your music, man, is it's basically just good music that I like to listen to. And, uh, you know, I'm really more of a melody guy than a lyrics guy. Um, but I think what I like about yours is that it really feels like the music comes either first or foremost, then the comedy or just right in sync, which is something I like because I think I grew up with, you know, a lot of comedy albums like, you know, Stephen Lynch and some of these other guys. And it seems like the vocals are just like way too loud compared to the music or the music was really just an afterthought. No, my, my, yeah, my, my, I don't consider what I do comedy. I consider what I do music. And I just, and I speak my mind. I think people laugh sometimes. I don't know why people call it comedy. To me, it's fucking <laughs> country and rock and roll, you know, but I do, I do appreciate that you're saying it's music first. I mean, I'm trying to write good songs, you know? Well, let's talk about the brand new album that just dropped on September 15th, Ram. I think this is your fifth studio album, and you have one greatest hits, if that's correct? That is correct, yeah. Man, I like this album a lot. It is definitely a departure from the other music you made, you know, this being a rock record, which I absolutely love being a huge rock guy myself. Um, 80s ZZ Top is really what I hear, along with a bunch of other stuff. Um, I'm really, really digging that Southern guitar tune, kind of like an 80s-inspired guitar tune. Yeah, that was kind of where we, Cobb and I are about the same age, and we grew up listening to that. And I kind of, I had been, I'd been done, all my other albums were country records, and I was like, let's fucking, you know those those great ZZ Top kind of, all that 80s shit. We both grew up in the same time watching the same music videos, like all that Dire Straits and ZZ Top and fucking Guns N' Roses, Motley Crue. Let's just make one of those. There's no rules to what I do, so let's just do it. I'm an independent artist. I ain't got a label telling me what to do. I go, you want to make one? He's like, that'd be fun, man. Come down, down let's do it. <laughs> How long did this album take to come together? Was this pretty quick? Um, can I tell you, it's the longest I've spent in the studio with Cobb. Wow. It, it's the longest it ever took, eight days. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. Did it? <laughs> yeah, it took eight days. You know, people oh, joke man. about how, how fast he, he, him and I work, and mainly him. All my albums usually, I've never taken more than five days in this one. He goes, it's like, this one's going to be more complicated. We might take eight. So we took eight. We did eight, did it in eight days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's, that's our, this is our, that's our Sergeant Peppers, you know? That's hilarious. Of course you probably came in with lyrics or ideas or did you just start writing when you got there? I had, I had the songs. We actually, we, we wrote some in the studio, but again, he works so fucking fast that sorry about my curse, but, um, <laughs> uh, he works so fast that it doesn't even, you know, we do, you know, well, when we finish a song, it's finished. And we do it sometimes we, we can do three songs a day, but wow. Wow. So I've done, I've done my, I've done albums with him in three days before. That's incredible. Yeah. These, these songs are good. I mean, like I said, these, these have an excellent eighties tone to them that I really enjoy, which I liked how you did the whole album like that. It wasn't just like half the album or just a few songs. It was like, this is what you're getting the whole album, which I really liked the consistency of that. Um, yeah. I like, I grew up on, like I said, like those kind of albums where the whole album is of one thing, you know, I know with the streaming and, sh and shit, people like to, you know, try to try all kinds of different things, see what hits on TikTok. 
I just don't play that game. You know, I, I make it a full an album that you listen to beginning to end. The whole thing tells a story. You listen to, you know, the song sequencing is important to me. Albums are important to me. I know it's not the trend now, but I don't follow trends. <laughs> and uh, looking at the track list here, of course, there's a lot of good songs on here highlighted. Um, I think probably my favorite would be Money and uh, B Words. That one, which you have a video out for, that one's really, really good. Really oh, catchy. Thanks, and then, of course, Finger Blast is, is a really, really top one as well. Um, I do like um, Sniffers Row and Skanks for Nothing. Those, those ones are really good as well. <laughs> they all had me laughing. Um, you, you know what? I like when people start naming which songs they like, and by the time they're done, they're, they've named half the record, so that's good. <laughs> uh, that's I think that's half the record that I highlighted here. Yeah, other good ones too, but those are ones I personally like, the music too. And like I mentioned, the reason why I like your music is because it's something that I can listen again, and I'm listening to for the music, not for the same lyrical content over and over. Just me being a melody guy, I like to listen to stuff and tap my foot, so. Cool. So Wheeler, what's your favorite Florida Georgia Line song if you had to pick one? Oh my lord! Um, <laughs> That's a rhetorical question. You don't have to pick no, one. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to pick one. The one where they, uh, the one where you can hear them, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. You, you told me not to curse, right? Did I, how, 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 how am I doing? We're doing great. We're doing great. I know you've talked about your disdain for the modern bro country, um, but, you know, Florida Georgia line is gone now. You know, they're gone. So I think maybe what you did was uh, it worked. Yeah, no, uh, they they definitely, I'm the reason they're gone. <laughs> I'll take credit. <laughs> Is there anyone in that area that maybe you met and then, you know, maybe you're like, oh man, it's really hard to kind of hate on this person now. They're kind of, they're kind of nice. Nope. They're, I hated them all. <laughs> I met them all and they were, and they were all exactly who I thought they were. Just, just, just uh, pay a bunch of, you know, fucking pussies, you know, and I don't, didn't like them. <laughs> What's the most awkward concert or media situation that you've had? Maybe it was, media folks who didn't do their homework on you had no idea about your music or anything. Was there any particular situation that comes to mind? Well, there was this one called the rock down South podcast where this dude <laughs> was like, he was just kind of didn't know my music that much. And he was annoying me and like bothering me on my day off. You ever heard of that one? <laughs> uh, this guy sounds like a real jerk. Nobody should listen yeah, to that guy. Yeah. Is this, it's, I think someone based out of Georgia somewhere. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I heard your music is banned from Walmart and some other places and uh, that you were banned from the country music hall of fame. Uh, is that true? hundred percent. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, not I'm my, 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 me, myself, I'm actually banned from the country music hall of fame because I, pro <laughs> I protested the Florida Georgia line exhibit and they won't let me back. Do you ever feel like a second class citizen, you know, that your some outlets just won't, you know, do anything with your music. You know, sometimes, but also, you know, I also, and if you've if you've seen the the modern Nashville music scene, you don't want to be a first. Being I don't want to be a part of that club, so I'm proudly a second class citizen there. <laughs> well, some places that you definitely are not a second class citizen is some of these incredible podcasts I've seen you on, like Joe Rogan, uh, Burt Kreischer's, Tom Segura, 
And I think you've even met on Howard Stern, or he's definitely played your music. Yeah, I mean, all those dudes seem to love it, and I love doing the podcast. And nowadays, that stuff's better, bigger, and better than doing. I don't want to. I don't want to do like Jimmy Fallon. So as much, I'm not allowed to do Jimmy Fallon or uh, Stephen Colbert or so that stuff. So I like. I'd rather do podcasts anyway. So it's worked out well. Yeah, those guys are comedy legends, and uh, another comedy legend that I think that I've heard that you were friends with was uh, Norm McDonald. What was he like behind the scenes? Just a cool, chill dude. He loved, He had a real love for Outlaw Country, so we kind of bonded on that, and he was a fan of what I did. He, uh, We met through this guy, you know, Billy Joe Shaver, legendary country artist. Uh, he, lo- he loved Billy Joe, and I did too, and so we met and knew each other so yeah i miss him i miss billy joe too lost them both about the same time no man yeah norm was a legend it's uh he's he's surely missed he definitely was i do miss him uh if if you if any of your listeners haven't listened to billy joe shaver please do check him out as well i'll have to check him out it's been a little minute since i've listened to any of his stuff so what was it like opening for kid rock it was crazy. I mean, it was fun, but it was just his fans are his fans. You know, he's he's built up, he's built his own world, really, where it's just like you step into his world and they're just they're looking at you and basically they're saying you're cool enough, but get off this stage so we can see our guy. <laughs> yeah, um, I love Kid Rock, but, but he but but he couldn't have been kinder. It was a great tour. It was just you know, like I said, he's really built something where you can just he does his own thing. Which is, you know, I respect that. I'm not sure if you were on this tour that I saw with him. It was an arena tour that he did years ago. It was Gwinnett, or, I think it was Gwinnett Arena or whatever they call it, State Farm Arena now. Not State Farm, but it was a great show. But uh, it's a very nice, very nice arena in a very nice uh, area of town. And uh, I heard from one of my buddies who does security that uh, the typical number of people that are kicked out for drunk and disorderly is really averaging around three, maybe a little bit more at that venue. It's so, uh, it's so nice. Uh, a kid rock, they were topping out at like 65 or something, an astronomical number that nobody has ever hit. <laughs> oh, I believe that. Yeah. I, I, we did amphitheater. So that wouldn't have been that we ours were all outdoor summer shows. So I don't, I don't think we played in the arenas when I was with them. I think I heard in an interview that you played Atlanta once and had Zach Brown and Killer Mike come to one of your shows. You enjoy playing Atlanta every once in a while? You know, I do love playing Atlanta. I don't know why we're not doing it on this tour. I think it's because we played there recently. Um, yeah, those guys did show up. I love both those artists. And it's one thing I love about my music is it brings in all different types of people who love all different types of music. You know, it's the kind of place where Killer Mike and Zach Brown can both enjoy the same show. Well, we definitely need to get you come back to Atlanta sometime soon, maybe on the next run. What's the, what's the, what's the best venue, you think, there for someone my my level? I'd say the Tabernacle. Tabernacle is a great venue, incredible sound. I don't think I've played. I'm trying to think where I've played. I don't remember. i got to be honest with you. The last <laughs> place I played, it was a real, it was kind of a nasty neighborhood. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I'll have to go look that up and see what but I'm, see but, which neighborhood. But I'm but I'm bigger I'm bigger now, so I can play a bigger place. <laughs> All right. So these next three questions are what we close with and ask everyone. So first question: 
what would you tell your 21 year old self? Do what you want. Don't listen to other people. It's a good answer. Next question. What are you drinking lately? If you don't drink alcohol, it could be anything refreshing you like to drink. Um, piss. <laughs> oh, man. no, you have, do you have an alcohol that you like to drink <laughs> or are you just talking about uh, light beer? No, I'm just talking. I like, I like to drink, uh, like drink people's pee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll roll with that. And as you know, this is rock down South. So what is something, or maybe a couple things that come to mind that you love about the South? Um, you know what I like in that Nashville is losing. I like the, the, the pace. I love chill. I love people, things not moving too fast. We're playing New York city on this tour and I'm dreading it, man. I can't deal with things moving that fast. I can't deal with the noise and the, and the craziness I need. I like things slow. And like I said, Nashville used to be like that. It's turning into New York city and I don't like it, but I'll just move. <laughs> well, thank you so much Wheeler for being a part of the show today. Where can people find and connect with you online? Um, I, you know, I, I, t I delete all my socials from my phone. So I have my people upload it. So I, but I think it's everything should be a Wheeler Walker jr. You know, like a TikTok's a Wheeler Walker Jr. I think, but I don't watch it because I don't want the Chinese following me. Um, uh, I think Instagram, Facebook. What is what are the big ones now? Wheeler Walker <laughs> Jr. Look, WheelerWalkerJr.com. You can find it all there. All right, new album Ram is out there now. Everybody, definitely go take a listen. I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much. All right, thanks, dude. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. We hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I had an absolute blast talking with Wheeler Walker Jr. This guy is an absolute character and really kept me on my toes throughout the interview. And really when it comes down to it, his songs are not only hilarious, but are fun and well-written. So make sure to go follow Wheeler Walker Jr. on all of his social media pages and check out his latest album titled Ram, out now. You can check out all our content at rockdownsouth.com. Make sure to go follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for the latest updates. Leave us a five-star review if you can. We would really appreciate it. And as always, the views and opinions expressed by our guests are theirs and don't necessarily reflect our own. I'm Mark, and you've been listening to Rock Down South. See y'all next time. Hey.